the Television Academy president, Frank Shermer, took the stage for his annual turn at the mic. And it made sense that they would discuss the 75th anniversary. So to mark the occasion, the Academy put together a list of the 75 most impactful moments of television's rich history, including scripted television like uh, Dallas's Who Shot J.R. cliffhanger and major news events like the 9-11 terror attacks. But some people didn't think it was necessary to include an image of the burning Twin Towers in the very brief cutdown of the Impactful Moments video. They said, you know, it was wedged between the moon landing and the MASH finale, and they said to reducing it to such an, a dev, reducing such a devastating tragedy to a highlight reel isn't impactful. It's just tacky. You know, I thought about that because I didn't see that. I read about that afterwards. I, I think I disagree. And look, I was, you know, in New York on September 11th. I still, you know, I lost a pretty close friend. And I still think about that a great deal. But, and I'm not trying to diminish the impact of September 11th, but seeing, I really think television did a wonderful job on September 11th of 2001. And I think one of the shames is that, uh, and I think the great did a great job with the moon landing. And I think a lot, one of the shames is when we talk about the 9-11 attacks, we don't really see the uh, burning Twin Towers. So I think if the video is supposed to be a highlight reel demonstrating the moments, the best moments of television, I think it's fine to include that. I really do. I realize some people may think that's insensitive. I, I think it's fine to include. One thing I did see, which I thought was hysterical, I saw this live because it aired during the halftime at the, um, at, at the, Bucks game. They had Tina Fey and Amy Poehler present an award, but they had them present it as if they were doing Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. Now, they have hosted their fair share of award shows. They did the Golden Globes for three straight years. I think they'd be a great duo to host the Oscars. And they did such a clever rendition of um, their, their bringing this back from Saturday Night Live as they presented the award for Outstanding Live Variety Special. And the person that won that ended up being Elton John. And that makes him a full EGOT. He has now won an Emmy, a, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, which is pretty rare. So they did a lot of these show reruns. That was the only one that I saw live, but they had an Ally McBeal, uh, not rerun, reunion. They had an Ally McBeal reunion. They had uh, a Sopranos reunion, which was kind of weak, I think primarily because they didn't have Edie Falco in there. They had, um, you know, some other reunions that got mixed reviews like Cheers, All in the Family, Grey's Anatomy. But for the most part, and I think maybe Hollywood has gotten the lesson that people don't want to see this, for the most part, the award speeches were pretty much non-political. And I think they're seeing the numbers of these telecasts. The Golden Globes were completely non-political this year, and the numbers went up. So I think they're looking at, hey, look, we don't want to alienate right-wingers or left-wingers. We want award shows that everybody can watch, and if we spend some time talking about how horrible Donald Trump is or how horrible the Palestinians are or how horrible the Israelis are, then uh, we're not going to have people that disagree wanting to continue to watch. 
one of the rare instances of uh, somebody getting at least a little political, and I don't even know if political is the right word, is when RuPaul gave her speech. RuPaul is, um, she's a pretty famous drag queen. And she got a bit political in her speech. She won for, she was giving, I don't know, she won some awards. She's, she's got some popular show, but she was, um, she gave basically an impassioned defense of things like drag queen story hour. Here was RuPaul. Listen, if a drag queen wants to read you a story at a library, listen to her because knowledge is power. And if someone tries to restrict your access to power, they are trying to scare you. So listen to a drag queen. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. That was one of really only two uh, political or even semi-political moments. The other one, um, th- this was the most political that you know it got. I think, and it, it was at least it was at least short. This is from um, Nancy uh, Nisi Nash Betts, who I have to tell you I was honestly not familiar with before this show, but she thanked herself. And she acknowledged somebody else. She took home the Emmy for Best Supporting Actress in a limited series. And she thanked herself. And she was in the movie uh, Dahmer, which is all about Jeffrey Dahmer. But she also included another acknowledgement. I'll let you hear what she did. I accept this award on behalf of every black and brown woman who has gone unheard yet over-policed, like Glenda Cleveland, like Sandra Bland, like Breonna Taylor. As an artist, my job is to speak true to power, and baby, I'm gonna do it to the day I die. Mama, I won! So, I, I actually, I, um, first of all, what happened to all those people Brianna Taylor, Sandra Bland, and Glenda Cleveland. I mean, it's terrible. Um, but I liked the passion there. And just in terms of theatrics, it was good television to see how excited she was and try to get these these thank yous in there. But in the press room, after receiving her trophy, she elaborated a bit more on why she thanked herself. She said, I'm the only one who knows what it cost me. I'm the only one who knows how many nights I cried because I couldn't be seen for a certain type of role. I'm the one who knows what it's like to go through a divorce on camera and you still have to pull up and show out. And you still have to go home because you have children and a whole life. So I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of what I did, that I did something that people said I could not do because I believed in me. Now, as somebody that's been a performer, because radio is a performance, as somebody that's been a performer and had to go on and do a show when you're going through a very difficult time in life, I appreciated what she said in terms of that aspect of it. And I kind of, even though, um, you know, I, I don't know that you needed, I wouldn't have used that term over-policed, underheard and over-policed, but, uh, you know, I haven't had her life experience. I'm sure she has um, had a different history of interactions with police than I have. But I loved how passionate she was. I loved how energetic I was. I thought it was how energetic she was. I thought it was uh, really interesting.